Salud. How do you say it in Brazilian or Portuguese? Uh, I, I thought it was saúde, but I, I think I could is, be wrong. Are you just doing the thing? No, 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 no. I, I think it could be. Wrong, <laughs> you use about salute. We put so there's your mic. The only thing, only will just make sure you hold it up to your mouth. That's all. Some people are like. So you're oh, oh. All right. That is so bitter. <laughs> exactly. Just. <laughs> it's all right. All right. So Sean, um, how do you spell your name? Is it with a W or with an A U? It's with a W. S H A W N. Okay. See, I, yeah. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. So why is your Instagram handle Gerard? Ger- Gerard. That's my middle name, but I put that so nobody can find me. You're uh, because, you know, yeah, that's I why don't I'm want, Tristo for. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want <laughs> right? people looking for me. So people can find me in the, in the, yeah, if I know. Exactly. Them. But no, it causes confusion. Like Mark for a while was calling me Gerard for a minute. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> is it Gerard? I thought yeah, it was Ger- Gerard. No, Gerard. Yeah, it's like a family name. My dad's side of family. So I've only seen Gerard spelled like. The soccer player Steven Gerrard, where it's G E R, like like Leonidas, yeah. Gerard yeah, Butler. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how they ended up with this spelling. It's on my dad's <laughs> side. I don't know, but no, uh, it causes confusion. Welcome, Gerard Sean. <laughs> yeah, welcome. <laughs> All right, so um, Sean joins us. So Sean, I don't know anything about your early years. So, like, where were you born? Where did you grow up? Did you play sports? Like, give us all As that. far as we were concerned, you've only existed for about four years. Yeah, exactly. In our yeah, literally about, like, four and a half, five, yeah. And basically, Are you on the, five years now? Yeah, because I've been with OPD for, it'll be five years November, and right, as soon as I got out of training, I, I showed up here. I was, I, I actually came here when I was, like, still in my FTO program. I met Paul one time. Really? I came in, popped in, and I told him I'll be back. And I'm nice. sure he sees it all the time of guys like, yeah, I'll be back to join up. And I came back. Oh, yeah. Couple, and then people yeah, come back. I came back like, like four months later, like once I got like health insurance. Nice. And then I, this, yeah. A and, responsible human yeah, being. Yeah, and I showed up then and then that's when I, uh, <laughs> that's I came in. But I guess to answer your questions, yeah, I was, uh, I'm a military brat, so I was born in Germany. So I was born in Ramstein, Germany on an air base, on a military Ramstein's base. Ramstein's a place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not just it's, a band. It's an awesome band. Yeah. The but, band's just from that city. And then... Um, so I spent like one or two years there, went to Colorado Springs where my sister was born and went back to Germany until I was about 11 years old. And then I've been back in the United States since then. Living oh, wow. All throughout though, from California to North Dakota. And I've been down in Florida now for about a little. North Dakota um, also? Yeah. 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 For about 11 or 12 years. So when you were in Germany, for example, up until you were 11 with that brief stint in Colorado Springs, were you going, where were you Where were you going to school? Was there like an American school there? Was there something on the base? Like yeah, it was on the military base. But basically, all of our teachers were all DOD teachers, so they were Department of Defense teachers, but they were like Americans, but there were also a lot of German teachers on the base, like in the school too, so. Did you learn German? Yeah, yeah, I lost it all, but. No! Yeah, yeah we learned uh, we learned German and French. You're about French. to pick it up again. Yeah, we learned <laughs> like, German and French in school, and my, um, you know, on the military base, everything's so closed, like tight-knit, my babysitter, she was a German lady that married an American guy who had daughters my age. So she watched us after school and everything was just in German. Oh my gosh. So, so all right. So, I, so what's funny is I was, um, many years ago I was in, in Vienna, uh, visiting family friends that were both teachers at an American school. And I was just blown away by, I was on the school grounds. There are these kids running around they were talking to me like little American kids. And then all of a sudden they'd break off and speak perfect German, like little oh, German really? kids. And yeah. it just blew my mind. So I, 
It has to be in there that knowledge. Yeah, man. yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm sure it's in there. And like, I mean, German's not that. Much no, it's not too tough. And right? I do like learning like, languages, and I, I'd say I'm decent at it. And so it's one. Can of Can you understand things. it if it's spoken to you? No, I, I, I just have an ear for it. I just like recognize. Okay, yeah, they're speaking. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I have no doubt I'm going to pick it back up. All right. No so doubt. yeah. Oh, so you, 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 you I mean, like, you're it would, back. It would be your best interest too, yeah. right? Like, yeah. <laughs> what was? Uh, it was you said North or South Dakota? North Dakota. What was there? Nothing, There's two right? military bases called Minot, that's in central North Dakota near Montana area. Yeah. And then there's a thing called Grand Forks, which is around the Minnesota, North Dakota border, and that's where I was at for seven years. And is it, it was, what, what's yeah, like, there? What are you doing? Five hundred thousand people there in the entire state. The base was like twenty miles off the city, which wasn't a city, the city's like fifty thousand people. And it was freezing cold, snowed nonstop. Like we're talking about like negative ten, negative fifteen, Fuck and then like man. a negative thirty degree windshield. What chill. were the military installations? Because when oh, I was in yeah, Fort Collins, I know there was like there were guys who would come from Cheyenne or close uh-huh. to Cheyenne because there's like a missile thing. Yeah, over there. Yeah, it's all bombers and missiles out there. Oh, so oh, it's yeah. all yeah. missile silos like, out there that North Dakota yeah. Montana area. <laughs> yeah, and then I think so when they press the button, this is what, yeah, this yeah. is like comes out of the well, yeah, that's what they put it out there was originally for I think during like the Cold War era. That's where it was at. There's no beer in here. There was like the Cold War areas era is when they put those all silos up there. Yeah. And then Maybe. like when I was leaving there in like 06, 07 area time frame is when they, the drones were coming up there. Oh, really? Because yeah. there's nothing up there. They could fly tons of airspace just nonstop. There's okay. nothing up there, you know? Interesting. And then what brought you to uh, Orlando? Or what well, brought you to Florida? So my dad got um, sent down here to... Patrick Air Force Base out in Melbourne. Oh, nice. Okay. I just graduated high school. I was like 18 at the time still. So I was like, I'm not going to stay in North Dakota. I'm coming down with my parents. And then from there, I stayed in the Melbourne area for a while until I went to, uh, I stayed there for probably three years until I went to Florida State. Melbourne's awesome. Yeah. So sure. were you in Melbourne? Were you in Palm Bay? I was in Melbourne. You're in Melbourne? Yeah. Satellite, Satellite Beach, Beach and right? Melbourne. Yeah. Did you ever go out downtown Melbourne? Yeah, there's nothing know. out there. Like off the tracks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Off the tracks <laughs> and all those bars. Yeah. So, like, some of my best friends are from there. They grew up there. So, they absolutely hate going down there because they see all their old people. Oh, that they like, you know, like, they just avoided in high school. Now, they just want to avoid now because everybody just kind of stays around that area. But, yeah. My oh, parents still live in Melbourne. Like Melbourne. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm over there, like, like, once every other week hanging out with like my parents. It's, like, beachy, but also, like, suburban-y. Mm-hmm. Like, like, well, one of my, one of my best friends, um, he lived in Palm Bay for a period of time, and I actually crashed with him for three Highest months. Highest per capita uh, beer sales there. Really? It does. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's Palm actually kind of all, all off Malabar Road. Yeah. And they're yeah, all drinking that fucking was natural ice. He was, he was, like, between relationships at the time, so uh, we were both going out, and, dude, I just remember we'd always end up in off the tracks, and it's, like, the definition of a... Where I wouldn't say that? it's a dive bar, but it's just... Where's off the tracks? Right it's literally off. next to the, the railroad tracks. Yeah, so it's, it's like co- right off of uh, A1A in downtown Melbourne, and it's just like... Downtown? Really? All I remember is yeah. like every bartender was a chick that was like tattooed to the gills. Yeah. And like, we, I mean, like we don't the, judge. But I mean, they're like a no, beachy... No, no, no. I mean, I mean, <laughs> but they were. <laughs> yeah. They had, like, they had like bikini competitions in there and stuff. It was just... What you would expect from East a place Coast, called Florida. Yeah, off, off the, the tracks. tracks. Yeah. Like, and then there's another place that I've, I've already forgotten the name of it, but they always did $1 beers on Wednesday and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I can't I think of the name. That but I, I got into... I have some pretty hilarious stories from, <laughs> from there. Like there you, you would just run into characters. It was So you started training here. I did. I, you know, I took one class. Bye, bye Mama Bear. I um, took one class in Rockledge. In college? No, in Rockledge. In like, Rockledge. Right before I left was my last Was it Wade Rooms place? Yeah, it was. Okay. It was. I took one class. Off of Fisk? Yep. Yep, yeah, right there. Yeah, all right. I took one class there, and then 
Did you know they, a guy by the name of Derek Arboglania? I don't remember it's anybody It's one of the there. fucking Filipino names. Yeah, no. like G's next to R's and shit. <laughs> like, I, I took um, one class and then I came over here. Um, I got suggested by to come here okay. by Mauro Kim. Who yeah. used, you know Mauro. Bo- oh, yeah. And Mauro yeah. used to train, I think, under Paul and everything back in the day. <laughs> Mauro's like me. He's trained under yeah. everybody. So. And um, he trained me when I came to OPD and then... He, oh, was he like an instructor there? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, I, you get... I need to press him on this. Yeah, you get you get paired up with a with a person that, that helps train you oh, on the tr- road. Oh, like not like yeah. jujitsu training. Oh, no, like, no, no, like, no, no, like, no, Oh, okay. I, I, was like, yeah. I was like, you guys just sit there and train all day? Like, yeah. that's awesome. So like, I'd I always... I'm a cop now. I'd always been a big like, MMA fan. And then he... I think I started on a weekend and like that... So we worked days that time. So he'd come in at like five o'clock. And then he would stream from the fights from the night before. And he was just like, go find a place to park. I got to watch these fights from the night before. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> this he's is like, so incriminating. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, going to so hold this against him. Yeah. He's like, go get me my coffee and this and that. So, you know, I take him to Wawa, get his coffee. And then I was like, oh, well, yeah, I like watching it too. And then he's like, well, do you ever train? I was like, no. And he's like, what do you want? And I said, yeah, I've been wanting to for years. And he's like, you need to come here. Nice. And that's, when I, that's how I ended up here. This is our equivalent of training day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go get me coffee like, from Wawa so yeah, I can watch these fights. Coffee from Wawa. Yep. Coffee from Wawa. And then we would go hide at like um Baldwin Park area where everybody's out <laughs> where running. nothing happens yeah like, where nothing's out happening you know, and like, <laughs> every girl's out running and uh we hit under the trees in the summertime and then you know we take our calls accordingly but yeah so yeah that's how I got started here that's awesome <laughs> so what what made you join o- OPD well I had left my last agency and um which was Rockledge over in so, okay, what County. got you into law enforcement? Let, let's take a step back. Like, what got no, you into law enforcement? Because you're a military brat. Did yeah. you ever serve? No, no. Okay, so what, what brought you I, into... I wanted to go federal. I wanted to go like the FBI, DEA, something like that. And it was either coming out of college from Florida State, they were like, well, you don't, you know, you need to get some sort of other experience. I wasn't like a super whiz kid, like high 3.8s or anything What was like your that. degree? It was an international affairs major okay. with a focus on Middle East. So that's oh, what I ended up oh, studying. So be, yeah, yeah. So, um... I left there in 2013 for my undergrad, and then um, yeah, I ended up joining joining the police academy. Like I graduated Florida State, and then like two weeks later, I was on the police academy because I wanted my goal was to always to get federal. Okay. And, is that um, is that typically like the? Yeah, you know, a lot of people get like I think recruited come out of college, or it's either it's like you do well in college, and you can get in, or it's like military and law enforcement. So nobody's ever been a cop on either side of my family, and I was like, I'll go try this out, and then. The, I ended up leaving Rockledge to come to OPD for basically better pay, better retirement. Okay. So, um, before we move on that thread, just yeah. back up. You're at FSU. Um, how, how crazy are the parties at FSU? Oh, it was wild. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still like, trying to piece it together for certain. That's why I'm a cop. I always joke like that's why I'm a cop because I party too hard in Florida State. It's like your, your penance. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's, yeah, it's like people find out what I have you know i studied and learned and then i got a grad school degree too and they're like why are you here and i'm like well you know i went to florida State, i just partied way too much well, did you <laughs> so. did you get your uh M- or your grad school stuff do you went to uc or no uh, i went to um florida institute of technology oh that's FIT. in melbourne yeah right? yeah. Yeah, yeah off yeah. babcock yep i yeah. went there and i got a master's in public administration so much for loco sold there yeah <laughs> it's kind of a weird college. It's all like private school, private engineering. A lot of in- international people. Yeah, tons too, of right? international kids. Yeah. It's all engineering, mathematics, this and that. And then I got my grad school there, hoping that, okay, that should put me 
into the category to get into the federal agencies and I put in like multiple applications, never got called back, never got anything. I, I, from my understanding, it's like a really long It's process. a long process and it's like a it's like you know what, your file just comes across somebody's desk and they like you and they just pull it. And it seems that like way. It is. Like I have a friend who was in he graduated with me with an accounting degree and he mm-hmm. um I guess like forensic accounting is a big thing for mm-hmm. the FBI. They love accounting. They love economics. And there was like a big hiring freeze around like 08 through mm-hmm. 2011 or something. And they, he was hired, but like, they're like, we can't have you do anything. Yeah. So he was just like biding time until uh-huh. like, all right, your class starts now. Yeah. 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 I'm like, what the hell? Like, this is, that's so inefficient. Yeah. Like, so that was going to be my next question. You answered it. So it was accounting and what was the other one you They made? like accounting, law degrees, especially, and then like anything in economics. And this is the FBI, and economics. FBI, DEA, because everything, you know. Did you have any to, interest in the CIA? You know, I always did. And that's why I went to for Middle Eastern studies and learning Arabic. So oh. I learned a decent amount. And did I you just speak more Arabic or I, German? I speak my Arabic at one point was better than my Spanish, which is like probably my best, like second language now. Dude, I've never heard this guy speak anything besides English. I'm yeah. like, yeah, the I'm guy like, speaks three languages. You, speak speak yeah, you know, you understand yeah, German. Like, you got yeah. Arabic. And it's well, yeah, Spanish. yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, you just learn Spanish just from being in Florida and then like, yes, yes, working yes. over here. I'm like half, si. half, half my coworkers on my one squad. It's all Spanish. So, like they're all speaking Spanish amongst themselves. And then, <laughs> like, in college, so you better understand what they're saying. Yeah, they yeah. Talk yeah. In college, you know, I mean, I dated, I might've dated multiple girls that were all Hispanic that, you know, I learned oh, Spanish from there. So yeah, you know, you just pick up on that. And then like, yeah, I learned, uh, Arabic up and through college and I how hard is Arabic to learn it was the hardest thing it's, it and, but you know like what like if I can go back on it now I would have done better because I know what it took to get there there's no like hey I'm gonna go home and study for 30 40 minutes it's like no you gotta put hours in each night oh, yeah. to learn that type of like the like, learn like that that Mandarin or uh, Mandarin Russian Pashto all that type of stuff you gotta put hours in every single day and I just wasn't like mature enough you know I was in my lower 20s trying to go out and you know, go get the gym pump before I went to the bar every night, you know. <laughs> so, okay, what's a, what's a typical night in, in FSU? Like, I mean, it depends on what Are there any night. bad nights? No, you know, Monday night was always kind of slow. Everything started kicking off on Tuesdays. Oh, my God. Because Tuesdays was flipping <laughs> Tuesdays at AJ's, which was like, I don't think it's even up there anymore. It was like a three-story bar, and at the top was like a wooden patio. And so you would flip. Is it, you flip for your shots on Tuesdays, oh and if you call the heads or tails, it was free. So okay. you can line up like this you know. Is, I mean, I guess it's a fifty-fifty shot. Yeah, so you can line up like seven, eight shots, and they're like, "All right, man, you call it heads or tails. If you call it right, these shots are free." Oh, all of them, or they do yeah. it per shot? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Oh, it's for it's per order. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like oh. you know, I'm sure at some point this is like per an shot. extremely bad business yeah, model. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I'm sure someone were per shot, but you know, you can't. You know, you see the same bartenders in there all the time, and then sure drinking those, and then like that's uh, why they don't exist anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like you're banking on getting paid half the time. Like sixteen ounce Yinglings for two bucks, and then you know what? Bullwinkles on Fridays was ten dollars all you can drink, and then I started at like seven o'clock at night. So, and it 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 wasn't like ten dollar like Wells. It was like Jack, and then like you know absolute vodka that type of stuff. So you know, did these places have cover? Did they yeah, for the guys, like, I yeah, bet. for like the ten dollars are you to drink? I'm sure if the chick was hot enough coming in, I mean, you yeah, know, they didn't I'd imagine. Wow. I, yeah, damn. And then Saturdays was busy. Wednesday was busy. I remember. I mean, every day through the week. Okay, so then all right, and then you get to game day, and then that, you know, that was my follow. So yeah. what's a game day like at FSU? Oh you know, God, if it's like a seven o'clock game, you're everybody's up drinking at ten o'clock at breakfast to start getting up. 
you know, oh and then God. through right. the night and then after the game, you're going out, you know, you're still going out. You might go home and get cleaned up and you're going back out. So it's like all day from 10 o'clock till two or three o'clock the next morning. The, the rate of liver failure yeah. in yeah. <laughs> Tallahassee, Florida. Mm-hmm. Is did um, did you COVID. join a frat? No, I did not rush. Okay. I did not do any yeah. sort of frat stuff because I got up there when I was like 21. So I was a little bit past that. Oh, so age. You, it was actually perfect for you because yeah. you could drink every every yeah. year illegally and yeah. I did oh, the, so you didn't have to deal with like the I'm just out of the house now. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I did I did the community college thing for a minute and then um for a while and then I grew and then I went up there and you know so I was kind of past that point of like having some 18 year old kid having me like try to do this. We're doing the stuff. pass back. Of yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was gonna happen. <laughs> you don't strike me so like. I assume you did. You got into MMA and, and jujitsu because you've you've been doing some kickboxing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, like, I I try to do like maybe like three days of jujitsu and like two days of Muay Thai a week, but I kind of stick more with the jujitsu. Is it? I mean, and it's a hundred percent for your profession. Yeah, you know, and then I mean, I've always just liked watching it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember watching like UFC when I was like in high school, like, and you know, it was always cool to watch. And then I started here with jujitsu, and then I saw like the you know the kickboxing Muay Thai. I was like, oh, I'll try this. And then like recently in the last like six months, I've started doing like one MMA class a week or like every really? other week. And yeah, I mean, I enjoy it, man. It, it like beats my body up. It, it really, it really does. Did you do any, any uh, athletics in high school and college? Yeah, I did. I did all pretty much basketball. I didn't do anything in college okay. though. So growing up was always like baseball, football, basketball. Growing up in Germany was always soccer. And then once I came back to the United States and like soccer wasn't the cool thing to do anymore. So it was, <laughs> it's, it's becoming that way though. Right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot more. Yeah. Like, but yeah, the, I never the, did anything the, in college. The, the the growth of CTE, I mm-hmm. think uh, soccer and baseball are going to grow a little bit more. So on this timeline, you you graduated FSU. You end up immediately, like two weeks later, enrolling. You're working Rockledge. Uh-huh. Then you transfer or you accept a, a job in OPD because it's just better, better yeah. pay, benefits, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, and then at that point is when you start looking to train because you had got here because you had gotten yeah. recommended to train here. So yes. what was like, when was that? And what was that? What were those early days like? So it was 20, I started here and I started at OP in 2016, late 2016. So I came here like probably February, March of 2017. And, um, that's when I started training and I mean, it was, it wasn't renovated this way yet. So I basically, was it just the one side? It was just the one side. Oh really? Yep. And, um, oh, shit. sorry about that. I'm going to turn that off. No, that's fine. So, um, and I pretty much started off with all the noon classes because of my schedule. So the noon classes oh. were, I was like one of two or three white belts. Were you working like third shift? Yeah, I was working midnights. I've been oh. on midnights the entire time. So, um, I started here and it was, I mean, it was just hard. It was just, you know, I mean, everybody knows how it is. Like the first, I felt like it was like the first year of like being the white belt of just getting, smash getting beat up every day this and that but i just kept coming back kept coming back it was cool you know it was this is tough you know so um when when did you start meeting other police officers whether they were orange county or orlando that also trained jujitsu and also trained like for example freddie when did you meet yeah. freddie and and connect uh, the dots probably met freddie a couple months into being here you know, and then I think we call it, we kind of all come in like random times whenever our schedule allows. Um, when I first started at OPD, there's like maybe a handful, like maybe like 
eight-ish guys I kind of knew throughout the agency that trained. And um, there was a bunch of them at Gracie Baja, weren't they? Yeah, Those. yeah, they were like, we got a, <laughs> like, damn it. yeah, we got we got a guy that trained out of Alliance now, and like, he's oh, a black belt there. And there's yeah, a couple other guys that like black and brown. But then it was like everybody's kind of just starting out as a white belt because that's kind of like yeah. when we kind of all got kind of got into it. Like maybe like a blue or two, and then now it's grown throughout the whole profession where a lot of guys are coming in. I feel like a lot more to train. What the? Um, I, this is kind of a silly question, but uh, I'm just kind of curious. Like, let's say you're training, and then because I've seen this happen, where it's like you meet somebody, and it's like, oh, you're also a cop. So it's uh-huh. like, how, yeah, I know. <laughs> I got the message. I was like, oh wow, really? Okay. <laughs> Oh, I already know it's about to come. Oh man! <laughs> I know Miami. Miami's going to drop out of the top twenty-five now. Yeah, they're already calling for our head coach's head now. This morning, yeah, they're already saying just to bring on Deion Sanders now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll see you later, man. So, when you like. I guess I, I don't know how large the, these departments are. So it's like when you see someone, let's, let's say like Kevin who trains here or, or, or Freddie, had you guys seen each other in the office or did you just see the car and like, oh, you're a cop too? Where yeah, do you work? no, like, so they were county. And then like, you know, after being like a cop now for about eight years, you know, you can kind of like, even when they're outside uniform, you're like, I think that's a cop over there. Like, that's definitely a cop. And um, then just talking with Freddie and them and then like, you know, what do you do? And then like, it's always like the thing, like, what do you do? And they're like, uh, you know, they kind of like us. They kind of gloss over it a lot, you know. Like, oh, I do this, and like, oh, okay, cool. Like, person's a cop, or like, you know, I work. I, everybody's favorite thing is like, oh, I work for the city of Orlando, or I, or I work for the county. Okay, cool. So you're a cop, you know? So is that it, a thing? Like, yeah. Do you really? Because like, people ask me sometimes, and I'm like, you know, I just tell them I do something else, just because I don't want to get into it. I don't want to like hear the questions of, oh, hey, you know, like my brother got a speeding ticket. What does he need to do now? Oh, and I'm like, it's like, yeah, really? They yeah. do it. So it's almost like the, com- I, I, I don't want to compare cause I, this is way worse. When you're a doctor. But it's like, if like, you're a computer person, they're like, Oh, I have a problem with my computer. Yeah. You're a doctor. Yeah, exactly. oh, I have a medical yeah, condition. Like, I'm a lawyer. I have a lawyer. Like, oh, my knee. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. So it's just, it's just better just to go. But yeah, you know, I started meeting guys here and then throughout, you know, OPD and then, you know, are we doing the thing of like, we have like one friend who works at Disney. You're like, do you know this person? Yeah, like, there are fucking two hundred fifty thousand people that work. At yeah, Disney. exactly. Like, I get what asked the, that what's too. What's the likelihood of this yeah. person? I get asked that too. We got eight hundred people here. I think county is like a thousand or so. Like, and people ask, do you know me. them? Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, like, I've heard of that person. They worked, you know, for the agency, but yeah. And, well, I mean, with Disney, like when Victor worked at, at Universal, everyone's hitting him up for tickets. Like, can you mm-hmm. get us like discounted tickets to get in? So. If it's you like, work at any organization, oh yeah, or gonna, anything, yeah, like, do you have an in? Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, what? Um, like, do you know Jerry? What did you f- like when you first uh, got on the force here in Orlando? What were you doing? What was what was your assignment? You said you you always been working midnight shifts. Yeah, Tell you us still kind do? about that. Still do. Really? So, um, I started out on the, what they would call East Patrol. So I was like in Lake Lake Nona, all the way down to Curry Fort Cimarron, Goldenrod area, all the way over, over to like Orange Ave, right before you hit downtown. And then I've transferred throughout the different PDs. So I worked Paramore for like six or seven months. Oh. Yeah. Then yeah. I went to downtown bikes. So when you're downtown, you see the cops around the bikes. I did that for like a year and a half, really? two years. And that, and that was like the funnest unit I've ever been on in my entire life. Was that, it really? That's how, yes. when, I, when, I, when I feel like I met Sean, that's what you were doing. Yeah. Like that, that yeah. was, I was like, oh, Sean's the bike guy, the bike yeah. cop. Yeah, because you know? you're riding bikes all day. So like, I was like, I was probably 15 pounds lighter. <laughs> all you're doing is just riding your bike throughout the shift. You're just dealing with drunks. 
you just see wild stuff all the time. Like, it's wild, like, you know, bar fights, people doing crazy stuff, trying to scale buildings, <laughs> you know, like, crazy crashes. It's just, it was just, like, a fun, up-tempo kind of place. Tons like, of hot I like chicks, how you associate around. that with fun. Some yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it was just, like, it was just so tragic. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> so, then I, so then I left there, and I went back to this east side of Orlando from, like, Lake Nona again, and I went, now I'm back down to, like, Curry Fort Cimarron, Orange Ave, Goldenrod, like Lake Underhill. So it's a little bit slower tempo, but I actually kind of enjoy it just to get it's a break a 12 again. 12-hour shift you guys are Yeah, right? so I work like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Wow. Damn, so when you train at night. Well, you don't – yeah, you train at night. I, you know, I train at night maybe like once a week. I'll come yeah. in on one of my nights off, and I'll come and train. Yeah. I'm n- Normally, I'm out here – I'm do- here during the day, so I'll go home, sleep for a couple hours, get yeah. up, come here, train, and then I'll go back home and like kind of rest or sleep or something like that. So – Normally, you'd ask, like, how many hours of sleep do you get at night? Oh. But how many hours of sleep do you get in a 24-hour you know, period? I Maybe f- five and a half, six. Wow. And then I just kind of got one of these Garmin watches to kind of, like, start running and stuff like that. So I started wearing it a little bit when I slept just to see how much, like, actual sleep I am getting. Yeah. And it's, like, four hours and 15 minutes. Like, an, like 30 minutes of REM sleep. Like, Damn. an hour of, like, a deep sleep. So it's not a lot. So, um Damn, I'll go back bro. home and take a nap, and I'll go, you know, yeah, go back into work. But wow, damn! damn that's, but I can't, and then you got to like do your chores. It's not like you can do your chores at night. Like you yeah. have to do your. But I, I'm like I'm not one of these guys that can like. I, so I work with guys that get off at six. They're in bed by seven or whatever it is, and they don't get up and out of bed to go to work till four thirty-five. Like I can't do it. It's just I like go they can work. go to sleep at seven in the morning and sleep until four thirty. Yeah, and it's like I can't do it. Like I go into work, I'm like groggy. I'm more, more I'm more tired than than I am from getting up only after a couple hours of sleep and coming in. Oh, but 12 really? hour shift is a long time, man, long because that doesn't give you, no, but how many hours a week do you work? So like, is it like pilots? You're or on like, four twelves, right? Yeah, no, I'm on it, three and two. So, so just to start all over like this next, like tomorrow's Monday. I work Monday and Tuesday, six P to six A yeah, both cool. days. I'm off Wednesday, Thursday, and then I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, six P to six A. Oh, fuck. And then next week, I'm off that Monday, Tuesday, but then I work that Wednesday, Thursday, but then I have that Friday, Saturday, Sunday Are you able to, I mean, quote, recharge? Yeah, so like, like, yeah, like on my days off, I won't stay up till six o'clock in the morning. I'll go to bed at like midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock, something like that. Okay. So like, I'm always constantly switching back because like you just start- serotonin levels must be- Yeah, (laughs) you just start losing like time. I mean, like the years go by so fast anyways, once you become an adult and then like you start, you know, you want to hang out with friends and family. And you're not because who wants to come over and hang out at six or seven o'clock at night when you're going to be up till six, six a.m. the next morning? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you have you work two days, then you're off two days, and you work three days, and you're off two days, and you work two yeah. days, and so it's two, two on, two off, three on, two off. So it's always two off. Yeah. It's always yeah. yeah. It's always two, two off. Yeah. I think they yeah. call it weekend. Yeah. So, <laughs> like so it's a thing about every other weekend. So twice a month, I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. But what sucks about midnights is that when you have that Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, you sleep till noon that next day. Yeah, I mean, so you, you, you lose it. So like a lot of times I'll sleep till 10, 30, 11. I get up just to at least have a couple, you know, a two, two and a half days off. Yeah. Okay, how do you, when do you eat and how do you eat? So I've tried different things. Basically now it seems to kind of work for me is like an intermittent fasting. So I'll eat from like one to like nine. And then I don't eat again until the next day, till one so till nine. One till nine in the afternoon or in yeah, the morning? In the, in the, in the afternoon. It's like so 1, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m.? Yeah. Okay. And really? That's tough. Yeah. So that's tough because like, I mean. 
everybody's eating around you. Everybody's eating around me, and like everybody's got snacks. Like I got a huge sweet tooth, so everything is like I like gummy bears, like the cookies and stuff like that. So everybody's just like snacking, and I, you know, here I am just like trying to make it through, or like drink, just drinking like a black coffee, you know. Yeah, like so. Um, yeah, it's tough. And then, and then, and then, what sucks is when like. I have a call and I get past that window. I mean, I'll just eat, you know, at that point. Like, you know, I got to get food and I got to get calories in, so. But that seems to be the, the best for me because when I didn't do it, I was snacking throughout the night, eating yeah, stuff throughout the night, like, you know, and like you're going to bring healthy stuff every once in a while, but then you're going to end up at like Wawa grabbing a honey a bun or something, or something, you know. I have to ask you. So like you've been training, you said five and a half? Yeah, like yeah, about a while now. Going right? on five, five, five years now. You just, congratulations on your program. Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you. Super awesome. You struck me as... A very mindful trainee very early on. Mm-hmm. I, was that just a part of your personality or did somebody sort of warn you when you were getting into it? Like, hey, man, like, you're a bigger dude. Yes. People are going to come after you or you need to learn to control yourself. Yeah, it was that. Um, I mean, like, like one of like, my first couple classes. Well, first of all, I started off with those noon classes. So it was like Paul was in there and then killers. there was like all black belts in there. And then like a lot of the guys from Fusion were coming over and I was just getting smashed the entire time. Okay. And then I come to night classes and like, yeah, I've always been a bigger guy. I probably got 30, 40 pounds on like some of the other bigger guys in here. And I just didn't want to hurt anybody, you know? Like I, yeah. they, Cause I've been like, there's I've a couple times. A very drastic change in your training demeanor where uh-huh. like very early on, you almost sort of like flopped. Mm-hmm. But now like you kind of like know how to assert yourself a little yeah. bit more with technique. Mm-hmm. And like you've always, to me at least, have seemed to be the type that has put technique above all and then strength when you need it. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's always been uh, like a thing that's in the been in the back of your head. Yeah, cuz I think like one of my first school classes here like I I I hurt somebody and I did it I felt really bad and I didn't want to you know, I nobody nobody wants to get hurt out here and I I'm sure that things are going to happen, but it was like something that I probably could have it wouldn't happen now since I'm a little bit more mature. Like I basically just like drove into this guy like right on like a side control. And um, you know, I don't want people to not come back. So yeah, that's, I, that's very responsible. I try to be a little bit more mindful. Like I'll train with people that are smaller than me, white belts, brand new people, like women, girls. It doesn't bother me at all, you know, because I think there is a spot for everybody here for jujitsu, and I want everybody to come. But yeah, I try not to exert too much strength. Or if I do, it's like guys that I'm going with that are like my same technique level or like higher, or they're bigger, stronger guys. That okay, cool. You know, I can go a little bit harder. That's cool that you recognize that. that. Like, yeah. I, I I remember there's a story with. Uh, <laughs> so you were going with Chihuahua our beloved Chihuahua who's no longer <laughs> with us <laughs> he's off in Europe somewhere and uh, I think so Paul's watching Chihuahua's like doing all this stuff and Paul's watching and he's like why, why, is, why is Sean just letting Chihuahua like kind of dance around and do all this yeah. shitty so, and then he arm bars <laughs> Sean and he's like Sean don't let that little guy do yeah. that just yeah. smack like, the motherfuckers yeah. Yeah, and then that. you just smashed him <laughs> yeah. well cause sometimes I gotta tell myself I'm like sometimes I'm like yo like get off your back and smash this dude you know, like, like own it you know what I'm saying and then yeah, but I, I remember that. Paul, Paul was looking at me like, yo. And then the next thing you know, I flipped it, you know, so. Just smashed a little dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, what's Chihuahua? Hulk smash. Yeah, Chihuahua was like, what, like 140 pounds? Like, oh, 110. No, he's yeah, yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like 130, bro. Yeah, I think I'm, Leo weighs more than uh, Yeah, I'm 260. Chihuahua. I mean, like, yeah. like, what's that going to prove at that point? But yeah, he got me and then, you know, just smashed him the rest of the round. <laughs> he's so, like, smush. Yeah. Like, <laughs> coach, why'd you say that, yeah. coach? <laughs> <laughs> Tag him on this. Um, 
um, so what, now that you so you started with jujitsu, got in a little Muay Thai. You mm-hmm. said now you're dabbling in MMA. Yeah, I'll do that maybe what once a week. What do you enjoy the most? Jujitsu. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy jujitsu. It's just I think it's also because like that's what I first started here with. So that might be a little bit, but um, you know, I enjoy the other ones. But yeah, I look forward to most to coming to like, a jujitsu class. Or if I do come, it's like. I'll do both, but I do the jujitsu one first because that's what I feel like I enjoy more. But then it was a more, I can use it more at work or on the street or something like that. Like, you know, you just can't go kicking people in the head or just, you know, punching people. You can stuff like that. Like kick the fuck yeah, out of you them. can. And there's some stories about that. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah, it's, uh, that just seems to be the people most. People do not know how to check leg kicks. No, I'll tell no, you that much I right still now. don't know how to. I'm like slow <laughs> like, with it and everything like that. Uh, give us some examples of, of how jiu-jitsu is like, how you've been able to use jiu-jitsu on the job just that's been helpful for you. Because okay, everyone so hears about Is uh-huh. there a direct application? Because we, we see the header. Guys, guys. Yeah. You know, like, is there, from what you learn in the academy to what you, you could, learn you could doing t- jiu-jitsu? You could toss like all that academy defensive tactics like right out the window. Really? Yeah. It's not gonna. It's not. Gonna How does work. it get to that point, though? Like, you know, I think it, it's. Is it political that it's gotten to that? It's, like that way that somebody. I think it's just because years had a ago, good sell. it's been in that in the academy program for like the whole state of Florida oversees it for like 20, 30 years. So like, well, this is what we've always done. This and that. It's it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work against the drunk person, against the high person, against the person that just doesn't want to go to jail, or against like the average person in here that just has been like training for. A couple it's months. all like, so it's like I'm like not going to go to small jail. joint manipulation. Yeah, right? small like, joint manipulation. Fuck that. Yeah. Man. So it's Fucking not gonna work. People. Um, now they're starting to implement a lot more like the jujitsu, like in the police academies. Like they're bringing stuff in to try to use it, gear it towards law enforcement. Um, I'd tell you like this is and I've I've told Paul a couple times like it's helped me out numerous times. Has like, it really? Yeah, numerous like just fights, getting on the ground and like not like locking in submissions, but like a lot of like holds. Like you know if you can get like get in like a side control like a Kimura something like that, and you're just holding them down until you get other people there to help yeah. handcuff you or just tire them out because the average person's gonna get tired out with another guy with all their gear on top of them. Oh, I mean yeah, just like- pressing down until they're like okay, cool, like I submit. And their version, like, I'm submitting, I'm giving up. Let me roll the over. Cardio tap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should yeah. be like, no Is cardio it, taps here, motherfucker. Exactly. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to roll over. I'm going to comply. I'll get you, like, you can get me in handcuffs now. So, yeah, it's helped out And tons. that's, so that's a big thing, right? Like, because, like, jujitsu, like, properly applied looks bad. Yes. It looks, mm-hmm. from, from a layman standpoint, it looks like you're... Like killing a person, yeah. right? Like well, it doesn't look as bad as a Muay Thai guy beating the fuck out of someone. I don't well, think. that's yeah, and that, that's been the argument forever. Now, like okay. we, I, I agree with that one hundred percent too. But like it, but for a layman, it looks bad. So like from a public pers- perspective, when you have like even neon belly, which is not deadly force by any means, yeah, it looks bad, yeah. right? Like yeah, I did it. At, I've done it at work, and it was like recorded, and it ended up on like. World Star Hip Hop or something like that. Did it really? Yeah. And oh. a couple of my buddies I saw it and they were like, you know, like, oh my, like, it it, it looks bad, but it controlled the person the but entire yeah, time like until, you know. And, you know, like, it hurt for them for a minute and then, like, you know, we were able to roll them over and get them handcuffed. But, like, it says, like, in our policy, okay, you can do takedowns, but they're not going to, they're like, they are not going to go for, like, a huge, like, throw, jujitsu, judo throw, Dude, takedown. I, like, it says you can do it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. You know, yeah, because yeah, I mean, like, because, because people it, don't know how to break fall. Yeah, yeah, right. And like that's the thing because you're like, out there in the concrete. You know, imagine middle of downtown, like Orange and Central. You do it to somebody oh that's my God, fighting, like, that's 
resisting you and then you do it, like it looks horrible on the internet. It looks hor- like everybody that's on watch is going to be like, oh, damn. You know? That's why you should pull guard. Yeah, no. There's no I just like seeing, like, I've seen these viral videos of like, like officers um, or military police, I, I don't know how it exactly it's done in um, in Brazil, and I seen some judo. Oh, dude, yeah. they, <laughs> did you see that Vietnam one? It's like a whole different world down there. Like, like, yeah, there, like, there's. I feel like there's not like a lot of like the oversight and stuff like that. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them, and I'm oh, like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, that's not yeah, a good look. Yeah, that person be like relieved or like get sent out to the airport where everybody else is in trouble, basically at the airport. <laughs> like, so, um, what? You said you you find jujitsu when when applied in your case in your experience typically is is a lot of just like control techniques hold techniques. Yeah. Um, for someone that's like a white belt that that's a law enforcement officer, what would you tell them to focus on when they're practicing jujitsu here? So every t- so growing up playing sports, my dad was like always old school and it was like fundamentals, fundamentals, basics, how dare basics. he? Yeah. Exactly. Like, and that's what I would just tell them to do. Just like, I know it's cool looking like all the Instagram and YouTube and seeing these like crazy cool techniques and stuff like that, but just focus on like those, like getting on the mat and control positions and then like getting, to, getting, getting in the mount, get, not getting, you know, reversed on mount, getting, getting on top, you know, on side control, all that type of stuff. Just like maintaining control. Like don't fall in love with all like the crazy stuff that you're not going to be there yet, you know? And like it, it's not you're not that skill level it's where are probably going to work at work you know what i'm saying like you guys just focus on the basics okay so let's move forward with that gi or no gi i'm a i train i predominantly in the gi i do like the gi is there more applicability uh, at on the street yeah just in no life. no i mean i think i'm just like an old school person i think so i think just like throwing like the old school gi and getting out there and training helps out um i know like when i do train gi or no gi and then like MMA, it, it's just a lot faster. It's a lot more explosive. Yeah, you can't hold on terrible. to like the gi grips and stuff like that. But I think probably I've heard people say from a more technical standpoint, the gi's helps you out more. And I could see that, you know, I'm not too sure. How about in your line of work? You know, every time I've done it in my line of work, it's always just been like a body lock of some sort really? and then just take down or okay. just, Maybe like one or two, like I've just grabbed single legs and like tipped them upside down, you know, because a lot really? of times they're just, a lot of them are just like drunk anyway. So they're right, already, right. their equilibrium's off. Like some of the tougher ones have been like, you know, people that are like high on crack, coke, like that's a little bit tougher. Yeah. And that's just like, you just have to just get them down to the ground as bad as they just take them down and just get on top like, of so them. Like a trip or yeah, something? Yeah, like some sort of trip. Like, you know, when I worked the Gee bar wins. district. Yeah, Calling so like, it right now. When I worked like the bar district, it was a lot more leg trips sweeps and then like body locks and takedowns stuff like that i'm amazed at how well against an untrained opponent the fucking outer reap takedown yeah that works amazingly yeah like what and a lot of people just aren't sorry no and a lot of people just aren't even seeing it coming like they're thinking like the attacks coming from like you know you're gonna grab them and like try to rest them down like people just aren't seeing it coming you know and people aren't really expecting it what's in, in what's the most experience perp you've had to take down like and you don't have to you don't have to like yeah. I, you don't know the guy's resume or anything but like you're like, the most experienced person that you had to that you had to uh we like to get an encounter with because part of this is like i wonder is it true that at a certain level if someone does combat sports to any degree they're way less likely to get involved in any altercation because so, they're they're ooh, calm and chill so like that i'm, 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 I'm yeah, i got i got yeah so 
when the UFC came to Orlando, I was working downtown Orlando at that oh, point. No. <laughs> and God. we had this briefing. Every and it, fucking bro. Yeah. It started like an hour early, and they brought in tons of extra guys. And the briefing went of, you guys need to be careful because everybody down here is like a straight up killer. Like <laughs> oh, they're like they're coming oh over here. All those affliction yeah. shirts, baby. Oh, look out! Yeah, the yeah, look out for were an like, ATT shirt, yeah, a Gracie like, Baja shirt. They're like everybody's coming from this arena that thinks they know how to fight or knows how they know how to fight. And one of the guys that was down there has been training at another gym here locally, like jujitsu and everything like that. And he made the comment of everybody and everybody that trains, predominantly that trains and that has a high level of training, isn't going to be fighting out here tonight. And everybody was like, no, they're going to be throwing fights. Or, or they're going to be throwing punches fights. That, that entire night, I think I saw one guy who, like, trained or was, like, another fighter at another gym. Oh, fight. my God. Everybody else was, like, the gym, quote, unquote, tough guy frat boys that were fighting. That just got really? – like, That just left the arena. So, yeah, I will say that the guys that have higher level training, they just don't engage in the fights That's downtown. interesting. That, yeah. So, that, there like, is something like, in martial arts, right? Like, What's it going to prove, you know? Like, yeah, this kid might be pissing you off or something like that. Maybe on a personal level – but like what's it going to prove like later on like you just demolish this guy like it's not going to make you it's going to make you feel good because this guy was an asshole you just punched the shit out of him <laughs> but at the same time like it doesn't go on like a record you know what I mean? think they also were of the consequences more acutely yeah. than yeah you know bro, it's you like know? so yeah I, I think some of the more more experience I mean like we've 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 arrested and had to fight multiple like probably like high level like wrestlers like in college oh, really? or something like that that was like multiple guys like on them like there was tasers coming out and this and that but oh those guys are, like those guys are like animals you know yeah but yeah. uh Fuck. Okay. but yeah like when the ufc came to town we had a huge briefing they brought in tons of cops everything but throughout the entire night it was just like the drunken fans that were fighting like everybody else that the were just like, lead guy yeah yeah exactly like, and the tap out yeah. shirts and everything like that but everybody else was just like chill they walk by say hey guys what's up appreciate you guys this or this and that like you told them hey man you can't drink out here okay cool like there was no there was nothing and i've seen multiple ufc fighters downtown and really? never seen them in any type of big fight people might say stuff to them like maybe try to like challenge them a little bit and they just like look at them just like keep walking because i'm glad that like at that level too like that's that should be the case right like well yeah you know i mean like, like you, you can even see it for somebody that's been training here for probably like six months or a year with like a brand new person coming in, you know, like they're going to destroy them yeah, unless they got some sort of background in something, but the average person, they're just going to, you know, walk all through them. Yeah. So I was kind of curious cause I've, I've heard stories about this when I was, again, this is, I'm, I'm kind of comparing what, what I heard when I was in Fort Collins in a, in a college town to what happens downtown. So what's the policy between law enforcement and bouncers at clubs well, in terms of like dealing with though, so if something happens inside the club, uh-huh. what's the policy? Cause in Fort Collins, it was like the bouncers would do whatever the fuck they want inside. And uh-huh. then they just put them on the street and then the cops would choose to do something or not. So I will say that that's kind of like a loose policy here, but like you get some bouncers that are like, they're like coring them and like beating the shit out of them inside the Jesus. inside of like the bar club. Like that's not allowed. It's getting them out, bouncing them out. And once you're outside the door, it stops. Like sometimes we've come across the bouncers like beating up on the streets and like we'll take them to jail. Or sometimes somebody comes out of the bar club that just got demolished and like yeah, the bounce a bunch of bouncers just jump me into this side. Yeah. And like that's when we'll investigate. But like yeah, we've we've arrested plenty of bouncers. Really? In security. Yeah. So yeah. The unwritten rule then, if, if things work well, is that the bouncers basically contain the guy inside, drag him outside, and toss him to you guys. Yes. 
Yeah. And then that's And depending on how bad they were inside dictates whether they say, hey, you guys need to arrest them or they just say, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Basically, get out of here. Like, hey, man, you're done for the night. Go home. You're trespassed from this bar. You can't come back. Something like that. But yeah, like, I've arrested numerous bouncers that just took it way too far. They thought that they were just like, you know, know, that they could just choose somebody else. Huh? You know, need jujitsu guys down there? In the bar, in the bouncing, <laughs> hey, no. in the bouncing world, no, not really. Nah. Really? Nah. I mean, like even, when I was down there, it's always just like, you know, the tougher, rougher looking guys that you know didn't mind getting into a fight or two. Like nothing. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. Quite a, I know quite a few. So I know. Like, I know like one or two down there, but nothing. Like it was like a predominant. Yeah. Okay. And they, and even those guys were pretty chill with stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, because is that, is that a thing? I, I'd imagine because well, they do Paul have. Paul used to bounce. That's the Paul used to bounce. I think at Chillers. He said. Uh huh. And, yeah. and, but the thing was is he's like, and I could imagine most MMA fighters, especially if they're if they're, they're, like, they're really trained, he's like, I, I do this during the day. I don't want to fight it. Yeah, like, exactly. I, he's yeah. like always walk away. They'd be like, hey, there's problem over there. He'd always be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't want to. <laughs> that seems like a very Paul thing to do, by the way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it was kind of like you know you bounce him out to the thing, and you couldn't you couldn't get me to go bounce because it's just wild. You know, so, people come back, people can't take any kicked out of the bar. People are coming back with like knives and guns and stuff oh like that. God. It's just not Fuck worth it. That. What about, did you, have you done any off duty stuff for clubs? You know, I'll work an off duty club every once in a while. Like I worked it for like new year's Eve, like two years ago. And that's cause my buddy needed a partner oh my God. and they were paying us like a ridiculous amount to be out there. Yeah. And I took one call cause some like drunk chick was at the front that had a fake ID that they were like, Hey, you can't come in and she was like, was trying to fight with them to get in. And then like, that's why I, I like climbed off the hood of my car and was like, you got to go. Like, but that was my one problem. Oh, so you didn't have to be inside. You were just parked outside. No, 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 no. They don't want you inside the bar or club. I've seen of, guys inside though. Yeah. Like, I've even talked to, I've even talked to police officers that recently they've told me that they're, they just sit inside the, they just kind of stand there. I'd imagine yeah. that presence is enough. Well, that's exactly yeah. Yeah. Like a deterrent. That's, that's, that's the idea. Yeah. Every, everyone I've always worked has just been like, Hey, you're gonna be outside of the club, like near your car. Right, parked right out front, just to, yeah, so I've people know. They yeah. do that at guilt a lot. They just yeah. got these guys parked. They got the running lights uh-huh. on. So yeah, it's like, yeah. So in the, and that's like a deterrence of people of things like that. But no, I like I I wouldn't want to work one where I'm inside the club with a hundred people. Oh, you know, that, like dude. that's just way too many people to watch this and that. Yeah. So let me ask you, real world self defense. Mm-hmm. What are people trying to hit you with? When they're just fucking belligerent and they're just swinging for like the fences. Is it is to, it truly they're like they're just trying to just take wild like every every single stuff? fight I've seen downtown is like they're trying to take their head off. I've seen a couple people that you know probably obviously train like shoot a double leg and takes me down like Are you serious? on top and like pound like really. Just, yeah. But that's like very I can think of like maybe four or five. I showed Paul a guy probably two years ago. He heel hooked some guy. Are you kidding Downtown me? Orlando. That's on the fucking bottom. deadly force. That. And yeah. the guy took two steps and then collapsed. Collapsed. He'll hook the... And the cop that showed up, I know him, he could recognize that the guy that was on the bottom... Knew what he was doing? Knew what he was doing and had like a hook in and like was slapping the guy in the face to let go of the guy's leg. Really? Yeah. yeah. And the guy like scampered off just like no for like two steps and just compl- his knee completely gave out. Oh my God. Inside yeah. hill hook. I tried to find that video more recently. I couldn't yeah. find it. Oh, yeah. This it was, exists? Oh yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Downtown, it was downtown Orlando on Pine oh and Court. Oh my god! And yeah, I try to find like reports and stuff like that. It's like I can't find anything on it. So what you're saying is, all right, then. But like, think of like how high level this guy was to get into a, a street fight like that, and then and then the heel hook somebody, somebody like, from the bottom, and like the guy on top had no idea. Like he just like, oh, this guy's like for some reason grabbing my leg. 
And then it just, you know. I guess Ryan Hall's onto something, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was wild. Like, like 50, yeah. 50, 50 funny the, the cop was still restraining the guy on bottom as the guy got away, and he just ran. And he was kind of in the middle of the street. And before he got to the, the curb, like the sidewalk, <laughs> yeah, he buckled. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it was, it was. And that was little, the thing. It's like, when you first watched, you didn't know what was going on. And then he's like, no, no, watch the guy when he gets up. And then he get blunk, and he just, yeah. just kind of That's crazy. Up. Yeah, it was wild. And then okay. shortly thereafter, there was another thing popped up virally. Oh, it was, uh, I forget what it was. It was somebody, I forget what they were dressed up as, but someone was dressed up as, oh, the Easter Bunny. Oh, the Easter Bunny. The oh, Easter Bunny. That was Orlando, yeah. too, wasn't it? That was yeah. Orlando. Oh, my yeah, God. That was Orlando. That went viral. Like, every, like, I mean, that whole thing probably had like 20, 30 million views throughout every that single platform. That doesn't have Florida at all. Like. Yeah. Yeah, down there was right in front of the pizza stand right there in downtown Orlando. Yep. Oh my god! Yeah, the late night pizza, the greasy pizza, everyone, much mm-hmm. like the pizza place. Next, actually, off the tracks in Melbourne had a pizza place. Yeah, I've been there. Part of it that is it gave like a the Mizarro gre- pizza. Or it is, dude. It's so greasy. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone was dabbing that shit. It was yeah. so greasy. But so, yeah, are you gonna look to train when you depart? Yeah, yeah. I think this so is, wait, always... is this public knowledge, or do I have oh, to? Oh, I'm sorry. This? I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Mo- like most people know that I'm. I'm basically going to be bouncing, you know, like between, I think the job kind of realizes it's not like a hundred percent, but like I've told them, oh, like, she, hey, yeah, I'm sorry. it's like, no, no, it's like 70, 30, like, like I'm going to be leaving, you know? So. And what's the time frame for that? Do you think? You know, I, I don't know. Probably maybe towards the end of the year. Maybe Can you make it year. to 6 a.m. class before you go? Yeah. Yeah. I'll okay. Make it. You All know, right, I used to go. come to the 6 a.m. class for a minute and then I was like falling asleep on like my drive home. Like yeah, I was just like, good. I was here during Do the, it. during the, during the, like the morning out. Okay. Yeah. I feel good. And then the drive home, I'm just like nodding off. So, you know, my off. tradition for 6am class for anybody who's leaving, right? What's that? Everybody runs a line on you. They get one minute. Sorry. You know, running oh, the right. line doesn't sound good. They, oh, I guess it does sound <laughs> yeah. good. Not- everybody gets a minute with you starting with the lowest belt. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, hopefully you get. I mean, you realize there were 16 people in the yeah, last, you know what? Like, I mean, the last Tuesday class, right? Like, Yeah. No, that's rough. All but right. no, no, you no, leave us. You leave us with a memory. So yeah. And you recently got engaged. So congratulations, congratulations. on that. Thank you. Yeah, of course, good. he of course falls in love with someone that's in Europe. This yeah. Well, like he, I came back and the first thing Paul said, like, "Dude, you like nobody like nobody knew that you were gonna like pop a question." That's like, I'm like, no. And then he made the joke like, "Okay, she said no." I'm like, yeah, basically, you know. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty. I keep stuff pretty like close. You know, uh, like my 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 parents had an idea, and that was it. Like, oh, oh my, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, my like, w- like my best friend knew, and then her dad knew, and that was it. Congratulations, ah, man. That's awesome. the gentlemanly thing. Yeah, the old school. Been, yeah. Well, yeah. It's funny. You, you asked him? I did. I called him. That, that, yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And had he met you before? Yeah. 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 Every time I'm over there, I'm always like... Okay. The, so you already have a relationship yeah. with okay. the guy. Yeah. Okay. So like the first time I went over there to visit her, her name's Lauren. That's my fiance. I went over, and we... um. Like the next day, I'm like, okay, so like, what are we gonna do the next day? And she's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go be my parents. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, oh, I, I'm well, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, because like she had been out to visit me like two months prior, yeah, probably about a month and a half prior, and my parents lived like 40 minutes away from me, and I, I was like, nah, like you know, like, <laughs> like we'll see. So then here I am landing over there, and like next thing you know, I'm in the I'm in <laughs> the parents, and I'm like, okay, this is that different. was the first time you met them, like yeah, in like, person. Yeah, like the next day I was. Over oh there. my god. Yeah. That's that's funny. It's like, uh, so what was her your future father in law's reaction with oh, like meeting him or on the phone? Well, I mean, just like oh like, yeah, he's hey, like, like a great guy, like cool. really chill. Like I was thinking, because like you know, like when like they portray like 
British like men on TV, they're either like like Michael Caine, yeah, like like like, like goofballs, like, or it's like just like straight stiff. Yeah, I was like, expecting like, oh shit, this guy's gonna make stiff. Like no, like I can't make a joke or anything like that. He's just in there, just like, hanging out, eating, like watching football. Oh really? Yeah, he's like, you want a pint, lad? I'm like, or you know, fellow. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, you know, I have a pint and this and that. Like he was cool, but uh, yeah, awesome. I was expecting something else totally different. I told him that, and I told like Lauren, so she knows. But <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like when I um, I, I I have I'm very non traditional and like. We were, I had bought my ring for Stacy mm-hmm. and like we were at some like family gathering and I was kind of like, Hey, Charlie, like I, I bought a ring for Stacy. I'm going to propose. He's like, Oh, absolutely. I have, you have my permission. I'm like, I'm not asking you. I'm yeah, telling, I'm you, I'm telling bought, you, I'm telling you about a ring for Stacy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to propose to her. Yeah. And I didn't react like, to that when you're like, when you say, no, 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 I'm wrestling the narrative yeah. back from you, <laughs> motherfucker. And I was like, I'm like, I'm not asking you for permission. Like she's a grown woman. Yeah. Like, she can make her own decision, man. Like that, that's that, like, yeah, I'm just. Yeah, but when, isn't it nice to? Be, I, I've always thought about being because I'm. She's with you not on property, that. bro. I know that, but be like, it would mean it I'm would mean a, a lot if you gave like, the bless. Uh, if you yeah, gave the your blessing. blessing, I think not. Not like I want her, your permission, but just give your blessing to the whole I, thing. You I know, guess so yeah. I mean, there's a difference there. I mean, no, no, I, 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 I know that people it, are like, I can yeah, I can like, I ask your daughter's hand in marriage? Yes, that that there's some property implication there. I get yeah, like, but just to get like you know he's you know he's giving you the blessing on it. That's you know yeah, I'm a weirdo so. You, you, you should go to like an like an auction be like hey Stacy's on the block I wouldn't be bidding on her yeah, it's like the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean like she's standing on there it's, have you, are you guys getting married over here over there or over here it's gonna be over in England oh really yeah, yeah July 15th of next destination year. wedding baby alright Noah live on the spot BJJ and Bruce oh god we'll be commentating the entire time Jordy Shore black <laughs> So like when I first started dating her, like that's where she's from is Newcastle. So I was like googling all this like Jordy stuff, and I'm like seeing Jordy show. Man, I didn't even know this was even a true. But that's not like, that's not like how it is too much over there. It seems like, or it's no, kind of the accents are. Yeah, the accents are wild. She yeah. tones hers down a decent amount, but like when she's around like her friends and family, and she's you like got can't some, understand them, right? Yeah, she's right. got a couple friends that I don't. Excuse me, that I I I have a hard time of even understanding you're like they're speaking english you know yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're saying stuff and i'm thinking they mean something but their english is totally different and i'm just like i do something else like no they all laugh like no you, no this is what i meant or this i'm like this is weird <laughs> this is weird then you just grab your drink and you just keep drinking yeah and it's giggles. like it's oh he's like, so adorable <laughs> yeah it's like the typical like like rainy england setting and like there's like fish and chips and like pints everywhere it's just different so the geordie shore reference that he and i are is, just so you're aware so you're familiar with the MTV show Jersey Shore. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm vaguely. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah. So all, all these, all these goombas, all these, um, what's the word? I mean, you just said it. Like the, well, I said goombas, but goomba is an older word. To me, it's just like bros. The, uh, like these, yeah. yeah. The, um, like the uh, fucking hair. The meathead. But they even say it on the show. I, it's, it's not coming. It'll come to me. Guidos? 10 minutes later. Guidos. Yeah. A bunch yeah. of guidos and guidettes, you know. Anyway, Geordie Shore is a remake of it set in Newcastle. England? Yes. yes. So there's that over there. Well, that's the thing. I yeah. always pictured like British people being a lot more classy than Americans. No, that's what everybody thinks, and then you're there, and you're like, "There's some trash." I've been watching too much uh, Kings, Kingsman lately. So you've like, been yeah. watching, you've been watching the Queen, Queen's Gambit, or the the Crown. Yeah, yeah, the like, Crown. yeah, the Crown's a good show. I got into that because I was like, I gotta learn a little bit about this. <laughs> I you think know, everything I'm like, is, yeah, you're like, but yeah, no, yeah. I think most people think like the British are like that, and then you get there, and it's like just like some like 
dirty grungy pe- like places. <laughs> really? yeah, yeah and you're just like what the fuck is going on that's what um there's a comic book writer who i i really write like and he's like he's like yeah like you picture england as like that like yeah. this victorian type of thing yeah. but he's like but everything there is fucking deep fried. Like it's oh, just yeah. deep fried, like youth. Yeah. Like every, like just like society is mm-hmm. just fucking deep fried, and it's not yeah. as like clean and pretty and yeah. whatever as you think it is. So what do you, uh, what do you think you're gonna do for training when um, if and when you move? You know, so I started. So she, she's, we're gonna, I'll join her in Dusseldorf, Germany, and so I've like looked at a couple gyms and stuff like that over there, and just kind of like seeing like German top team. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. And there's like a couple of like little random ones, you know, and um, you know, I'll probably just jump around and kind of see like which one I like, and then I'm like, you know, do I go to a gym that okay, it's good training, but there's not like a lot of English proficiency? Do I stick there? And I'm like, well, you know, you can kind of just watch and learn a lot. Immersion, bro. Yeah, you know, so I'm Get like, you know, there. I'll just check it out and see what I feel and whatever one feels right, you know, go from there. It's going to be different. I know it's going to be different kind of training. The kickboxing culture is probably going to be really, yeah, really strong. Yeah, I know that like, kickboxing is over, like, big over there. So, um, Actually, judo and stuff, too, you probably have a okay, good, yeah. an easy time finding. Because, mm-hmm. like, judo is fucking big, like, internationally. Mm-hmm. Like jujitsu is new. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, it I seems to be like, newer a little bit in like the even in her town where she's at in England and Newcastle, it's very like new and I think primitive and that type. Or I should maybe say he's going to open a school. Oh. He'll, be, he'll be the only purple belt. Like, yeah. Oh, purple like, belt. Yeah, oh, they oh. feel like America in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you yeah, can hang like, a picture of Paul. Yeah, he can, he can come over. <laughs> he can come over train. But um, yeah, you know, I've looked. I mean, I, I know I'm going to always train and keep up with it. That's awesome. Know, this and that. Like, yeah. That's your yeah. jujitsu. Yeah, I'm like in it for life now. You know, like, of course, like my goal was always to stay here and this and that, but, you know, things happen and, but I know. Now, you said that there's a chance you guys might find yourself back here. Yeah, yeah. I think in like a couple years, you know, we'll be back. Her, her sister just moved out to Orlando. And, and oh, so not just the States, but actually Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, there you She used to work for Disney and everything like that. Some of her best friends live over here in Orlando. Just in time to get so. his black belt, dude. He'll be, yeah, exactly. he'll be coming back. There you go. So yeah, I, and you know, I'll probably be back here like every two months to visit my family. So I know I'll pop in and stuff. Oh, like that. are you really? Oh, yeah. sweet. That's, yeah. That's, so, you and know. you're gonna have like a like a quote normal schedule, like work yeah. schedule. So imagine um, this guy with normal sleep with like eight hours of sleep. Oh yeah, and this guy's like, gonna be a monster. And not like, <laughs> Chihuahua, he's yeah. coming for you. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna come back. Not like eating on like you know cold brews and Chipotle every day and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I I typically bring all my dinners and stuff like that. Oh but, dear, yeah, right. but sometimes you know you don't for a couple of days. Oh, so you yeah. you'll be like getting fast food. But. Over there, you'll be getting all that schnitzel. Yeah, I know. And all that yeah. fermented. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your gut biome is going to be yeah. so strong. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to the most um, about this, this upcoming move to Dusseldorf? Besides, obviously, you know, oh, my fiance is there. Yeah, so. you know, I, I, I've always liked just uh, meeting different kind of people and being in different places. It doesn't bother me. Like, I know some of my friends are like, dude, you're, like, you're thinking about moving? I'm like, yeah. And like, they, they feel we're going out of the country to go to, like, the Bahamas, you know, and stuff like that. And they, it doesn't bother me being in different places, check out different things. Like, just, like, new type of experiences. It's, 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 a, it's a big world That's out probably, there. I mean, that's, I meant that's, like, ingrained into you. Yeah, from, like, probably just from growing right? up, you know. Yeah. Um, just different experiences. You know, you move every four years. You have to meet new friends and stuff like, like that. Adaptability so, is a big Yeah, thing. you know, and, I mean, it's just a, like I said, it's a big world. You can kind of go out there and, you know, make it, make what you want of it. New experiences. That's so awesome. We'll have to visit you. Oh, I I, I don't need an excuse. Yeah. You know? I love Europe. I'll go to uh, 
just add another pin to my map of contacts that I have, yeah. you know, in different places. What, um, tell us, what were your earliest impressions of, uh, the, uh, the head coach, Paul Rodriguez, <laughs> because oh. he's definitely, uh, well, I'll just say that. What was Unique. your first impressions? Yeah. He, he, he's got his characteristics. Yeah. He's always been very quiet and like reserved. Like, yeah. like picks like the moments of what he's going to say, like really thought, well thought out. But, um, when I like when I first started coming here like the noon class, it was like very blunt of like, yeah, you know, you, it's gonna suck. Just keep coming back, you yeah, know, this yeah. and that. And I think I just kept walking back through the doors, and they're like, oh, well, you know, he's back, you know, okay, cool. And uh, I remember like one time I've never really asked him like, hey, you know, I've always asked him, hey, like, what can I do this and that, but I'm not like always like picking his ear, and he just is like, you know, you're gonna just hold on for a while, and you know, <laughs> eventually, you know, sometimes you know you're gonna be the hammer and then you're gonna be the nail, but you know, for a while you're gonna be the nail, just very quiet, reserved, that type of stuff. But yeah. if you always ask him, like, hey, what can I do here? He'll give you pointers, this and that. But, um, yeah, he, blunt, which is, which is, you know, what I like, too. Yeah. You know. When, when, did, you start, when did you start noticing how, um, uh, you know, all the kind words and respect he has for law enforcement? Because anytime, like, I've been to promotions, whenever uh -huh. a law enforcement officer gets a stripe or, yeah. like, he goes on his little speech yeah. about, you, you, like, uh, all this stuff, which, again... He's a quiet guy, so yeah. then you're like, when did you, when did he show that side of him to you? Well, when I first came in, like when I popped in randomly one day, and I told my, you know, yeah, I just moved here, my cop, and he was like, oh wow, that's awesome, you know, you're gonna be fine, you know, blah blah blah, come on in. And I came back months later, and then told him again, I'm a cop, and I was always kind of reserved because you know, I didn't want people in here to take it out on me of like, oh, he's a cop, a cop gave me a speeding ticket one day, one day. Last week, wow. I'm gonna. That's insane really, that people actually would. Well, do you that. really think? Okay, well, okay. I'm sorry because I'm saying you really think that. Like, why would that happen? But he could be totally justified. I don't yeah, think no, he's like, just saying. Like, that. I'll go to Wawa sometimes to get to get food or something. I mean, you know, from when people are like, "Fuck you, I hate you guys." I'm just like walking in. I'm like, "Yeah, oh, thanks." You know, like, God, okay, like, cool, awesome. You know, I'm going to public still to get like some, you know, go get some food, something like that, and I'm in uniform. So. I was always pretty. That's horrible. Like, yeah. I don't care what you think. I, I, yeah, I, I, like, I won't. You know, we don't. We don't talk politics. But, like, regardless of what you think politically, that's it's a like, diff, that's an individual. If you have a bad experience with someone from an organization, forget yeah. about police or anything. If you have a bad experience with a person, that doesn't mean every it's, person in yeah, the organization is a dick, and, person, and, yeah. and you know, like, they get the wrath of yeah, it. That's so, garbage. I came back in, and he's always, and everybody in here has always made me feel good and safe and just like supportive. And that's the one thing I could say. Like, I think if Paul or anybody else here, specifically Paul or someone that heard somebody say something negative in a negative light, like, oh, I fucking hate cops or something like that, or like cops are military, I think he'd probably pull them off to the side and like there'd be a, a talk, you know? And, um, you know, I just always felt safe. He's sent me multiple, you know, I won't go into the thing, but he sent me multiple messages just supporting me in certain aspects and timelines in my career, you know? Um, this place has always helped me out and made me feel better too. You know, my, my good friend was shot year, a couple years ago. He passed because of the same shooting incident. And I spent like all day at that hospital with him and like with other cops. And then like I was here the next day and he was 100% supportive of me. And I just came here just to get time away from everything, you know. And he asked me a little bit what's going on. And he said, hey, man, you know, I really, you know, let me know if you need anything, you know. And just made me feel, you know, welcome and good. Like he's a friend. He's here to help out everybody here too, and uh, always just been supportive. But I noticed that very early here that people were very supportive of law enforcement, and then that's kind of what I 
was looking for, but also I didn't want to like good training, but I also want to be somewhere that's gonna like support me, where it's not just to be like assholes that are just gonna, like want to get one like a cheap shot on me or something like that, just because what I do. I mean, again, I, I, I it's it's horrible to think that that could that could exist, but I mean, you've experienced that, yeah. so I mean, yeah. that, that's so, that's the reality. But I would also hope that even at a jujitsu, like at a mar- and in, in any sort of martial arts environment, that. Like that Again, shouldn't people, exist in like, the mats, you know. Like we're yeah, all, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, we're all training if, so partners, even if, right? Even if even if you have really strong like belief, like and I'm not going to use cops here, but let's say you believe in one thing, I believe in the absolute diametric yeah. opposite. That because we're on jujitsu mats, we don't we just train, you know. Yeah, what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I hope that, that also contributes to it. But obviously, Paul, you know, it, you know, kind of sets a tone with culture and way. And, yeah, and, yeah, and I, I, I he's not going to like. Take this. Like he's not. He's not gonna let me disrespect somebody else on the mat, regardless and of their regardless yeah, of anything. And yeah. like, I think probably even belt level, and like, be like, hey, you know, that's not that's not cool. That's not acceptable. You're not gonna yeah. treat that person like shit. You know what I'm saying? Just because of what it is. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, it's, I've always felt that's tons crazy. of support I, here. I, man, I always thought the the mats were like this sort of like equalizer where yeah, no, and, where and people here, wouldn't you yeah. know, but I guess people do. You know? Yeah, and here it's always been, and once again with that, that that's the cultural. Have thing, you had though, experiences right? at other gyms where you felt that where you didn't feel as you know? I've never. This is the only gym I have trained with, trained at, except for the one that I took, like the one class at uh, over in uh, Rockledge off of Fist. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's. So, I mean, it's possible. So, then. but I have heard stories of other oh, places okay. of being like know. you know so and so like. There's a couple guys at the gym that just don't like cops and this and that. So they're like, you know, I kind of stay away from them. I just don't roll with them. Jeez. And stuff like that. Well, that's that. just like, these are the dicks. On the- I was like, wow, yeah, they, yeah. They, they shouldn't be on the mats in the first place. So but, um, but no, this place has always made me feel good. And he's always supported me in everything I've done. And, you know, I could even been like, hey, man, you know, I, like I haven't been here in like two or three weeks. Now, if, normally if I miss like two weeks at a time, it's because I'm traveling or something. I come right. back and he'll be like, hey, man, I haven't seen him in it. Everything been all right. You know, something yeah. like that. So. Now you've also had to give him or pay up a few handles of Tito's over the I year. have. Yeah, the, we always have our ongoing floor state versus Miami bet. <laughs> so it's Tito's or you know, I don't think I've I've never gotten yeah, I've never won a bet yet. Have so, you not? No, never. I don't know. Come on, FSU. Yeah, oh. it, it's like and I had high, Is that like is that okay? Like I I've had like high hopes every year and uh Last year, I think he even gave me an out. He's like, "No, you know, we can we cannot do it." I'm like, "No, we're like we're gonna do it. We're we're gonna do this bet." So uh, yeah, it's always Tito's or like a thing of whiskey for me, like Jack Daniels or something. And you yeah. haven't won one yet in have five not. and a half years. I, I, I don't think we did the FSU first year. Get your shit together. But yeah, it's been it's been bad. Come on, man! You gotta yeah, talk to your boosters and be like, "Hey, yeah, you guys yeah, gotta do a yeah. better." Somebody job. needs to size some sort of recruit money right now. Get these guys out here. <laughs> Start sliding some checks under the yeah. table here. Some gifts, but. Oh man! Yeah, so it's been rough. What um, what was the biggest thing you noticed? Like you talked about Nogi being a lot faster. I would think that like MMA would be the best training for like real world law enforcement stuff. Do you think that's true, or, or am I making a leap because I you don't necessarily can't punch people? In- yeah, and so like you know we have a policy of what we can and can't do at certain levels, and. Okay, when you, what do you mean by at certain levels? So, like, some of you is just that being, like, like... the threat, or is that, like, your rank? So, like, the threat of the person. So, some of okay. you just being non-defined of, like, hey, no, turn around, put your hands back. No, I'm not. Okay, you can't shoot in and take this guy down and punch him. Like, that is at, like, you are in a fight, what they would say, of your life, or, like, a deadly force encounter. 
for that to be happening. So I can see already that because that's very subjective, there's a huge amount of there's, debate. It's with a, like, wait, 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 wait. How yeah. do you think you were threatened? Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's going to be analyzed, especially with the body cams or anything that everybody's got a cell phone. And um, like, yeah, there needs to be a lot of over, like there does need to be oversight. And then there's, but there's also something like you're sitting behind this desk watching this and you're supposed to sign off on this policy if it was justified or not, or this use of force if it was justified or not. So yeah, MMA, what most people think of would be like the most, um, I guess, reasonable thing to do or like type of training. But no, I, I, I would say it's jujitsu because you're going to take them down. The gentle like, art. Yeah, just like that. You want to take them down the least amount of force or energy necessary without them getting hurt and then subdue them. Damien Maya, man. And I that's what it is. My appointment. I don't want to yeah. hurt them. Yeah. So it's like See? some sort of sweep, take down, hold them down. And like, you know, most of the time when you're in a fight, okay, cool. Like I'm on top of them, you know, let, let me give them the handcuffs. But this person's like, you know, drunk or high or just fighting you. Like if you're able to, you know, you're going to have a couple buddies coming to help you out at that point, you know? So it, it, it sounds like because of handcuffs and stuff, it's more like mount to go belly down on the yeah. guy so you can cuff him. Mm-hmm. Does back mount ever happen? I've ended up like in back mountain once or twice and it's just, just been a seatbelt and then like literally holding down, holding him down until buddies of mine get you never, there. You never, we can get never there. slept them or anything? No, no. Cause like, <laughs> no, you can't do that. Otherwise I'd be fucking. Wow, that be looks like, bad. And yeah. once again, it looks but bad. That's we, so, we know. Like, so like chokeholds are completely banned out. We know it's out. safe, right? Like chokeholds are okay, completely so just, just banned. To be on the, just, just to be by the deck. So even a blood strangulation, blood choke, anything around the neck is <sighs> really? out of the question. What unless, about like, I mean, unless what about this like is gift wrap? No, because the problem is, is that you got to like, so you're always training to like the lowest level of training for anybody in the police department. So like, you're not training the people out here. You're training the people that go to DT twice a year and that's it. They don't keep oh, relating to my physical fitness. So when you're in these like type of like fast paced scenarios, whether it's a shooting, a fight, something like that, you don't know what you're doing sometimes, you know, like you're just out of the zone. You know, you're, we, we, we call it the OODA loop. So who's to say, okay, I put a blood choke on him. He's out in three or four seconds that they're not going to keep holding it, holding it, holding it. And the guy's now dead. Which, yeah, that makes oh, a lot. Okay. So, so you're saying it's like, they're we not, don't trust they don't the have quote that operator because in the heat of the moment, they don't, your judgment is not yes, going to be as clear. Yes. So unless you're in a crazy deadly force scenario, this guy's got to go. I mean, that happens here. Yeah. Right? Where people keep on holding. So I mean, like. Well, yeah. I mean, I get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, can, I can see that. I Anything can see the around the Although I would just love just to see guy a cop put going to sleep, going to sleep, going to sleep. Dude, they happen. I mean, that, <laughs> I, I, I was a white belt with a guy who was a police or a, a, a school a computer science teacher or something. And he, because he's a blue belt in jiu-jitsu, he was breaking up a fight and yanked the aggressor off and put the kid to sleep. And like, he didn't even realize it. Yeah. You know, like, is, I, get, I, get, I think that happens a lot more. Yeah. So, okay, so I have a question. As, as, a, as, a, as a citizen, let's say I get into it. Let's say, let's say I'm doing the right thing. Let's say I see a fight. Mm-hmm. Let's say I see a woman being assaulted, and I jump on the guy's back, and I put him out. Did I, should I have just restrained him instead of put him out? Am I putting myself in danger? I, I would say restrain him. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> I dude, it's not, it, you can't be Batman, dude. Yeah. It doesn't work yeah. that way. Yeah. Cause like, you're now open yourself up to like, 
lawsuits from this guy, like potentially. So that's yeah. the type of stuff of like what you got to think about. So yeah, like, yeah, people, you know, it's, it's a lot like of, you meet equal, not above. Yes. right. Like yes. you don't escalate. And yeah. sometimes in like today's world, in law enforcement, and like not to get close to that, it's you're gonna meet one step lower. One step lower. It's like the henner guys. Escalation, guys. Yeah. Whatever the effort level, you want to be meeting with less I force. Love Anka. <laughs> yeah, it's, Anka. It's, it's different. So yeah, I think that's why like jujitsu would probably be the best for law enforcement. See? You're gonna you're gonna take them down, least energy, and it's also saving yourself too from injuries too because you gotta remember like we're not on the mats like we're on like asphalt yeah. stairs stuff like that. So you know you're gonna hurt yourself. Like is it worth hurting yourself to make an arrest on this guy and now you're out for the next six months with like you know you tore your ACL or like, you know, you so broke a bone. Do you train any differently? Because like we, we've talked about this, like, because I sort of do jujitsu with MMA in mind. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that I don't do because of that. Like yeah. I don't invert as much as I yeah. could. Yeah. Right. And um, Nick Paul, for example, always trains. Like he's, he, yeah, like he trains. He trains. I mean, like, he's always double wrist control. Yes. Like, frame, and that, so like, I started training with him. Like when I first came here, that's when he was training a lot more and me and him obviously hit it up. He, he actually taught me at my SWAT school when I went when I was at Rockledge. He was one of the SWAT school instructors at Orange County. Oh. And so, like, I remember him and I, and I talked to him. And, yeah, it's always been training to what I could use in the in the field. Like, there's, like, like the Baron Bolas and stuff like that. I think that's, like, really, really cool. And I'd like to do that more. And I, I like to get better at that more. But I always kind of think of, like, first world if I'm out there, you know. And hmm. I'm sure it kind of – does me a little bit of a disservice at times because I'm not good at certain things here because of I put that first, but at the same time, like that's what I'm gonna probably end up using. So it's a lot of like side control mount, getting getting just like establishing dominance until somebody can get there to help me out, holding them down. Like double first control, I try. Like, yeah, I, like I that's try to get the that. very important, right? A lot of the Kamor locks is like the big <clears> thing <throat> now with like law enforcement when they're bringing jujitsu and they're talk, they're teaching a lot of Kamoras, and that's like, kind of what really like is because like the reinforced, like, yeah. Yeah, it's double on, and you know, and that's where I like to kind of gear it towards. So I, I still blows my mind the uh, like. Cause I like, know occasionally a blood choke, you, a person could have a bad reaction to that, but yeah, almost always it's like I put you to sleep. And Grant, I don't hold on, which yeah. I, I I totally admit that's yeah. a fair thing. But provided the operator is doing what they're doing, if yeah. I arm bar you. I could break your arm. Yeah. Or that so, guy who he looked the dude in the street, like tore his yeah, ACL yeah. instead of just being put yeah, to sleep. Like, you're yeah. training five days a week, two hours a day. And you have that, you have that sensitivity. Yeah. Right? yeah. No, no, no. I get that. But I'm just, I'm just thinking like, yeah. like you're comoring people. I mean, I, I understand. Like I, yeah, I like, agree with you. Like doesn't mean like, Hey, you can rip this comor and rip this guy's shoulder off. So but it's like, more in just, a, it's more it's a, a, control. a control. Okay. Yeah. So like, no, if, if it's a big fight and this and this and that, and this guy's, beating you up and you can articulate saying like, this is why I did it. Okay. But like, they're not going to take well to you. heel hooking some guy and blowing out their knee. Like it is not going to go well. <laughs> you might get tons of YouTube hits, and stuff like that, <laughs> but that is not where you want to be. I still want to see Paul Barambolo guy in Wawa. Yeah, he's I like, I've been, yeah, he's like, like, I've had a good yeah. Barambolo Ever since he said that, I like, can see him coming out with like a, with like a sandwich and like a, a Diet Coke or something. That's, you know, he's terrible. Definitely a Diet Coke. Yeah, that's he's like sure. setting it down too because he's not going to like mess up his food. But yeah, so like that's kind of where I gear it towards. So, I hate to cut this short. I actually have to go. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. But um, pleasure. Yeah, no, yeah, thank, you thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I don't know if we awesome. got anything else. I mean, watch yeah. the beer, watch the beer. Hold on. Okay, you're good. Um, so yeah, Sean, as, as we wind, I mean, I don't know. Do we have anything else to say? Chris, are there any other questions? 
Did you? Have I actually it? wish I could stay longer, but I, I literally. Have no, to I know you have to go, but yeah. did we have any questions? Because I think we covered everything. We we chatted a lot. I mean, we, yeah. well, I'd like to talk about your future, but you know, yeah. but we. Can't. I feel like I probably we, talked more than I've ever never talked to in class or. Anything. I oh, think yeah. this All might be yeah, in the yeah. hour and a half yeah. here. It's been <laughs> more. Yeah. So I guess I guess the main thing is like what what's um, what are you taking it easy, Chris? Thank you. Just as a final question, because this is Chris's famous question, what um, what are your goals with jujitsu and combat sports like long term? I just want to keep. I just want to keep doing this for like as long as I can. Like, I think everybody is like, I want to get to the black belt. I want to get to the next belt. And like, even with just I just got promoted in purple belt. I had no idea I was going to get promoted yet. I like had a feeling like okay, I might, but you know, like Paul keeps everything pretty close. So like, yeah. I had no idea. Um, yeah, I even like when I made my post, like it's never been a belt to belt. Like I, I know eventually I'm gonna, I want to be a black belt, you know. But I know I'm gonna always kind of train. Um, I actually want to compete more. But just have you competed already? I did once at a white belt level. Okay, and um, it was like the only two guys in my weight division. It was one of two guys, and I've tried to a couple times. I look at the brackets, but like for like my size, age group, and weight, like it's just kind of it's sparse. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. And um, but do, I, do those big tournaments, and then you get like a guaranteed like silver. It's like yeah. you and another guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, I got silver medal. Yeah. I, I was zero one, but I got yeah. a silver. <laughs> yeah, I did a I did a new breed one when I was like a, like a two or three stripe white belt. But um, no, I definitely want to compete more. I want to do that. It's just sometimes with the job and like just training. I don't want to go out there and just like absolutely look horrible. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know I, I know it takes hours to put in. Um, I just want to just keep training, just keep training, keep training, make it part of my lifestyle for like That's as long cool, as I man. can. That's because really I think cool. jujitsu, any martial, but especially jujitsu, has a place for everybody, and it doesn't matter like size, weight, male, female. If you're a hobbyist or if you want to like fight or compete, I think it's teaches you a lot of life lessons. Yeah. And, and I'm just kind of curious, like how in the, how many years have you been in the, in the force? Eight total. It'll be eight, eight total, total in November. Yeah. So in those eight years, have you seen uh, a change in how jujitsu is viewed and being utilized in, in yeah, the department? Since when I got into this five years ago now here at top team, it was like a couple of us and now it's like I'm meeting guys all the time like brand new people or like hey man like Sean I heard you do jiu-jitsu like, yeah yeah I've done a couple of years okay cool I'm looking for a gym I'll give them the address or um, a lot of guys like hey I just signed up I'm doing this now so it seems to be a little bit more ingrained coming up from forth so I think that's gonna be cool and and how how supportive is the force of, of you guys training like do they give you time or is it like no they don't keep you no, time. it's, hey, you're going to go on your days off if you want to go. We're not going to pay for anything, this and that. But I know there's that new Adopt-A-Cop program. It came out, like, probably last year amongst everything of you get this program and then, like, you can come as a cop, train here at certain pro- at certain places up until your blue belt, and then you have to start paying. So I think it's just to kind of get people in the door. To a, to a proficiency yes, level, too. Yeah, to a proficiency. But I think everybody should be, from the day one of the academy – when you leave the academy, you should be, because I think the academy is like eight months. I think you should be get learning jujitsu every single day. Because like the defensive tactics that they teach you, like you could throw that right out the window. It's nothing that's going to happen. Nobody's going to comply enough to go down like a wrist control and that's yeah, it. Yeah, or like yeah, these yeah. joint techniques. But 
Because, okay, so maybe maybe I'll have to cut this part, but, like, how does Ron get out, get away with, like, his supervisor telling him, like, oh, yeah, you can go train, just keep your, keep your... He, uh, he's is that got just, this... Is that rank? Is that... Just... It's rank, and then he, uh, he's got, we joke that they got this special SWAT pendant power. <laughs> and it's like, they always say you can rub it and say, I want to go here. So it's like, some of these guys, and I got buddies that are on SWAT teams, it's like, oh, I want to go here, and they, like, tell the supervisor, like, run, rub, rub their, like, SWAT, like, you know, <laughs> chest piece. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, those guys get like a little bit more uh, leeway to get to places. So, oh, man, fair enough. Well, but we'll start- a- actually, Ron taught me too at the at the SWAT school. Oh, he was really? one of the main instructors. Yeah, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and I think I, I, I didn't realize this, but I guess Nick Paul is still kind of coming in and doing some, yeah, some yeah. instruction stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. cool, man. It should be throughout every single law enforcement agency amen to that well sean dude thank you so much for taking the time yeah man. no thanks a great for having conversation. me man. yeah thanks for having me All right. i was happy to be on <laughs>